Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Top Chef for Hapa. I'm Haley Strong. I am here today. Was I, I was I here last week? I wasn't here last week. I was here last. Wow. Okay, you weren't here last. Okay, great. Um, I was here last week, um, and I am joined by somebody who wasn't here last week, but was here the week previous. Kurt Clark, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, last week it was without me and the previous week it was without you and so we're we're just rotating we're just rotating. we are rotating and unfortunately yeah. that rotation means that latanya is not here with us today this is her off week this is her bye week <laughs> this is yeah this is her bye week we'll miss her greatly but do not fret my my good friends um we are joined by a very special guest today um my legal dependent ethan hi ethan hi Haley. thank you for having me today happy to be here are you excited yeah i'm always happy to fill in yeah, you know, they say that about you, don't they? They do, yeah. He <laughs> loves to fill in that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is not your first venture into the podcasting world. Um, you know, you you join me whenever, truly, actually, whenever. I'm like, hey, uh, somebody's canceled. Do you want to come on? Yeah, always last minute notice so that I can't game plan or make notes or, or prepare, anything. Prepare in any way. Episode. Uh, <laughs> much, like, much like Haley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how dare you, first of all. <laughs> Um, but much like you, me too. It's, I just take I typing down the names of the dishes doesn't really count as note taking. That counts as like it's like scribing for me. It's like who wants to take notes during this meeting? It's like I'll write verbatim what's being said. But so. you like organize it beautifully. Like you should have seen the mess of a word doc I sent to Latanya last week. Spelling mistakes abundant. Uh, yeah, we all have our we all have our skill areas. Yeah, um, I wish I had more of those, honestly. Um, big episode. We're, we're in our final five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've, uh, and, and I lost my last draft pick, so I'm no longer going to win Ooh. the draft. Awesome. So how many draft picks, how many draft picks do I have left? 
Three out of four. Oh. We're down to our final four because Nick's gone. That leaves four. Oh, three yeah. Of, right. Three of them are yours. And one of them is Latanya's. Latanya has Damar and you have Evelyn, Sarah and Buddha. I still like feel like Latanya has a pretty good chance, though. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the final four. I'm leaning. Honestly, the Damar's last for my for me. Really? Oh, wow, really? I'm thinking Evelyn and Buddha and then Sarah, then Damar. Uh, yeah, see, and I just don't know if Sarah can pull it out. I think like this was her like one redemption week. I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into it more. Ethan, um, we haven't heard your uh, feelings about Top Chef this season. What are your feelings about Top Chef this season? My feelings are that uh, my feelings are good. I thought it was a really good season. I love this top five. Um, if I could have chosen a top five, I think a majority of these would have been in my top five. So I'm excited to see who wins. I have Damar a little higher, I think, in my power rankings. Maybe even as of like two, three weeks ago, I thought that he was going to maybe run away with it. I do think it's a little closer now, but I think Damar is up there near the top for me. And you, along with me, have watched a lot of Top Chef since 2022 began. Yes. Where is the season ranking for you? Oh, it's quite high, I think. But um, I'm going to say it's in the top 10. Top 5 might be a stretch, yeah. but top 10 for sure. Going to go with a random 8th place, even <laughs> though I don't know that officially. But it has been good. It has been really good. Um, I've really enjoyed this season so far. Um, I think it could be in my top five if I really like sat down and thought about it. Because it's not like Survivor, don't forget. There's not like 45 seasons. Like there's, we're on 19. I think that's fair. Um, I might be having a hard time because I went from n- no Top Chef in my viewing history to all of Top Chef in my viewing history. Very <laughs> all the <quickly>. Top Chef. <laughs> all the Top Chef. Seen them all. Then they're done that, got the t-shirt. So there's... <laughs> It's it's just hard to separate at this point. That's fair. Um, Kurt, I have some huge Top Chef news that I learned today. And it's not been hidden. It's been out in the open, but I have not I had not seen it until today. I feel like this is gonna have less an effect on you because you're not gonna remember who I'm talking about. Well, let's see. Let's see. I, I randomly like remembered Claude well, Claudette. Not only did I remember Claudette from her season a couple weeks back during the fajita challenge at the farmers market, I remembered that you actually had Claudette as a draft pick and were a big Claudette fan. So I remember random little things. That was uh, impressive, I will say. So, okay, so okay. there is a. I would. I. I can't say new because it seems like it's been going on for a few years now. There's a new Top Chef showmance. Okay. <laughs> Two contestants from Top Chef Kentucky are now uh, married. They're married. Oh. Okay, uh, I was say I was going to Google the cast of Top Chef Kentucky, but I have a feeling that might spoil. I don't think it will. If there's, I don't think it will because yeah. I saw it in like one of my weird little Facebook groups, being like, "Hey, did anyone know this is a thing?" Oh, I think it will help you to see the Top Chef Kentucky cast. Okay, I've, I found the contestants. Um, is it? Uh, well, uh, was hmm, was Adrian in this episode? Adrian was in last episode. The last she episode, was not okay. on this season. She was not on okay. Top Chef Kentucky. Is it uh, 
Eric and Nini. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Nailed it in one. Um, I'm going to have to... I'm looking at the list. Um, I'm guessing it's not Kelsey or Eddie because they're already married. No, like, it's uh, not Different them. people. Yeah, not um, them. Okay, no, go for it. Go, go, let's drop it on me. Um, your favorite mine, Brian. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin, who was the first out that season. Are now married to each other. <laughs> he, moved to, he moved to Cincinnati to be with her and her four kids, and they like have a restaurant together. And this has been a thing since like 2019. I do, I do definitely remember Brian. I believe Brian was um, Antonio's draft pick. I don't know why I remember draft picks like this, <laughs> yeah. but um, your attention I mean, seems to be draft draft pick based. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Hi. So that was a new one I learned today that I'm, I, you know, I love a showman's. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I love this. Well, congrats to the happy couple that's been a couple for longer than I think any of us realized. Oh, but yeah, very much longer. Like pre, pre, pre-pandemic. Hmm. Pre-pandemic. Yeah, we really need to like keep a better eye on, on. Maybe I need a new burner. How dare they not let us know? How dare they not let us know? Well, why didn't why didn't Eddie Rude. text you and let you know? Because he's got a couple pictures with like both of them, so I don't know. Anyway. anyway, about this episode of Top Chef Houston. So we start the episode still in Galveston because guess what, folks? We're going fishing. Not my favorite pastime. I was going to ask her, have you ever gone fishing? I have gone fishing growing up on Lake Michigan. Um, I've gone like you have to go. Th- you like it was required to take a boater safety course through in, at, as a class in school in seventh grade. No so there's a lot of boating. Uh, I've done more boating than fishing. What about um, just, hoeing? <laughs> hoeing. Uh, I haven't done much hoeing. I've done bailing. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been I've worked on a hay farm for a summer. Um, uh, no hoe is involved with that. Just uh, uh, a hook and the big things of uh, hay. Um, but yeah, no, not not a big uh, f- uh, fisher. I remember in first grade going fishing, catching, I think it was like a sunfish, and then immediately crying because it looked because I wanted to, to go back in the water. And I think my dad was ashamed of me. That sounds like a reasonable <laughs> reaction, honestly. I've gone fishing a few times. My thing is I just don't have the patience for it. Or the light touch. Yeah, it's. They say that golf is a good walk spoiled. I think that fishing is like a good time on a boat spoiled. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Ethan, you like both fishing and golfing. I like fishing and golfing. Yeah, I just like the boring pastimes <laughs> that old men and Tom are into. Um, I do like fishing. I've never been fishing though, like in a large like large body of water no ocean fishing no no deep sea fishing purely in our like little yeah gross canals and rivers and stuff you guys are closest is it to erie or ontario lake lake erie ontario we i mean we are closer equidistant if we stood on our roof we could probably see lake erie but we are like we are sandwiched right in between them two lakes thereby and flanked (laughs) by the welland canal and the niagara river so we could fish in either of those theoretically do you consider Lake Erie fishing big body of water fishing? Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. Never, no like oceans or anything, but yeah, Lake right. Erie's got some. Have you, have you ever fished in Lake Erie? Yep. Yep. 
um, Perch a little, little yeah. bit of boating yeah, in there, but no, yeah, never anything like. No two-handed fish like we are seeing on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no Tinder profile <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I have gone smelt dipping, if uh, <laughs> you're familiar with smelt dipping. Tell me more. Tell it's, me uh, more. You, uh, so Lake Michigan, uh, the West Coast where I'm from, has a lot of piers. Uh, smelt dipping involves uh, you can set this little net. You lower the net. You go out of the pier. You lower the net into the water. It's like a picture a like three foot by three foot square net that just goes straight down goes in the water sits there pull it back up again there's these little tiny smelts like you know five to six inch long fish they're just flopping there and you take them and you dip into a thing in the water again smelt dipping all right well welcome to west michigan (laughs) i've eaten a few smelts in my day not many sometimes the the restaurant i worked at was a seafood restaurant sometimes they would serve smelt but they just like was it with dip because then you could dip. You, well, I'm saying if you dip the, something to dip the smell in after yeah. you've done smell tipping, you've done your own smell tipping. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, girl. Right. That was a good joke. That just that went really for. wasn't. It was. Not I thought it was good. I thought it was good. You know, I love. You know, I love a pun. Um. So yes, they have to catch some big old fish. Um. They run into some issues catching some big old fish for the first 90 minutes. I love. Nick's optimism the entire time. He was like, it, th- this time, this time we're going to catch a fish. He was sweet about it. He was sweet about it. I would have been like Sarah. I would have been like in the corner being like, no, not for me. Thank you. Do not enjoy it. I would, I would spend my time flirting with Tom as well. Like that would be my priority. He seemed to be in his element. He, Daddy Tom. Daddy Tom. Um, and yeah, no, he, it was, it was it was it was a long day for the fishers. I that's what would get me. I'd be like, please get me off. And it would be so hot too. And I would probably have not have applied sunscreen effectively and would have gotten burnt. But it, at least it looked like there. I was glad to see that there was somebody there to help them with like the last, you know, you know, twenty percent of the fishing. So like, you know, they 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 hook it, they reel it in, they get it close, and then someone steps in to help them. Like, yeah. So, like, so they, they they weren't losing fish due to their own ineptitude, uh, <laughs> which was which was which was nice to see. It was good in Demar's case because he's never been fishing before, so that came in handy for him. I think he was like almost embarrassed to admit it to Tom. <laughs> he like didn't want Tom to know like I, he hadn't been fishing. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm trying to picture how Tom, like I'm trying to picture. I could see Tom going one of two ways about that. I was like, wait, you've never been fishing, or hey, you know what? Not everybody goes fishing. But I could, you, you could you could it depends on what day, what kind of day Tom is having. So. He's thinking the first one, but he's saying the second one. <laughs> yeah, he's supportive. Um, do you think we'll ever see Padma out on one of these fishing boat challenges? Uh, never say never. Um. Would probably say meh. Yeah, it's a non-zero chance, but it's a one. I'd say it's in the single digits in terms of yeah. percentages. Yeah. Uh, this seems to be this was this was this was Tom's thing. Um, I don't think you would ever see Padma. Uh, I think I think Tom would always be there for this. I, I don't think you'd see Padma without Tom on a fishing challenge. Yeah, um, or on on the boat. But um, like it was, if it was more like of a yacht, and they were being actually they had to like cook on the yacht after catching the fish. Uh, then she would be on the boat. 
Honestly, my thought exactly when Haley asked that question, if if it's a yacht where she can like do her thing on the yacht as well and then they cook on the yacht. Yep. Same thing. I'm thinking next season that's a gimme for them. It wasn't was it it was it was Top Chef Kentucky with with Brian, the aforementioned Brian that they, yeah. I think it was his elimination episode where they where had he's the stood uh, in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. He stood in the hot tub. They had those those party yachts out on the lake uh I think it was actually, wasn't it across the border in Tennessee? They had to leave and come back again or something. They, what a great um, question that I do not know the answer of. I look at, look at me just ran, remembering random. Like, who are today. you? Like, did you like take some sort of like, um, I don't want to say magic mushroom, but I want to say more of like, um, like a health food mushroom, like a lion's mane. Like a memory, a, ne- memory a memory supplement. Mushroom? Yeah. But um, I'm trying to remember if they, how that how, I'm trying to remember how that party yacht thing was scored. Did they have did they have to del- I can't remember if they had to serve people on other boats, like they all kind of came together in a big they ca- the the, boat clot. They came onto the boat and both like the parties swapped and then oh. they had to vote which party they liked better. Oh yeah, because it wasn't just the food, it was a party. And and the power went out at one point. Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. But I think that I think so. I think Padma was on the boats for those. Yeah, like I don't think just, like, to, just to try it, no, or anything. Uh, do you think that Tom prefers deep sea fishing or truffle hunting? Oh, uh, I don't know, but I prefer truffle hunting, Tom, just for the clothes. Oh God, I love this. He's flipping through his closet. He's yeah. like, oh, not truffle hunting today. No, we're gonna no. go for the fishing hat and everything. Yeah, he really does have an outfit for all occasions. Yeah, the. Uh, he didn't bust out his his archaeological gear for the Jurassic Park <laughs> Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic World uh, challenge, unfortunately. But he did um, not. yeah, no. But they were but they were able to they were able to catch some fish. So good for them. Yeah, because because I was I also was wondering. I think as you know, what was going to happen if they didn't end up catching anything, which is often the case with fishing. And so what they had like two hundred dollars to shop, but if they didn't catch any fish, they were going to have to plan <laughs> yeah. how to use that money to buy fish. Two hundred dollars is a reasonable amount. Um, not like they're feeding yeah. that many people. That's true. Um, just get a bunch of canned tuna. <laughs> we went to a Red Lobster the other night. Eight people. Bill was like two twenty. No problem. Go. No problem. To be exactly. fair, they did take one of the dinners <laughs> off the bill because they overcooked my uncle's steak multiple times. But you know, it happens. I love Red Lobster, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disparage their good thing here on this podcast. You see, uh, Red Lobster, if you want to sponsor us, like I can be bought. Absolutely. Like yeah, I, you don't even have to pay me money. Just send me coconut and shrimp. And I'm, mm. I struggled on this because I think we've talked about this before. I'm not yeah. a big fish fan. So there neither, was. Oh, nice to meet you. Not a big <laughs> fish fan because I it, am not a big fish guy either. It, it It has to be. And I always say it has to be like something that's like presented in some sort of interesting way like either something interesting something interesting has to be going on the plate and true these are professional chefs and i probably would have loved all of these dishes i I can i can tell you when we get to them like which ones i was most interested in uh but uh but yeah it's like yeah fish is i'm i'm gonna get this is people are gonna come come at me for this but fish is fish to me I, yeah, I would say I'm more of like a seafood girly than like a fish girly. I like fish. I don't tend to order it a whole lot. Um, but if it if there's shrimp involved, like I'm in. Like you sign me up. Yeah, I will. 
I will. Uh, we had a a work uh, um, event. Uh, it was it was like administrative assistance day, and so we had a big you know blowout for all like all the admins in our department, and they brought like they had a big thing of of cold shrimp uh, and cocktail sauce. And it was getting it towards the end of the, the, it was getting towards the end of the event and they were trying to figure, okay, everybody, you know, take something home, blah, 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 blah. And there was like 20 shrimp left. And my boss was like, can you just finish that? And I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Yes. So that's, that's, I'm I'm a big, I'm a big shrimp fan, but it's, yeah, just this fish. I'm like, I like sashimi. I like sushi. Uh, but yeah, this day, a fish dish per se is not the thing I will most often pick off the menu. Have you ever ordered fish and chips in a restaurant? Yeah, fish and chips. I have like when I was in London in March, um, I did order fish and chips. Um, uh, I'm trying, I feel like I've got, oh, there's, there's actually a, a, a brewery near me that it has a surprisingly British themed menu, so you can get like a shepherd's pie, and I believe I got the fish and chips there as well, and even had the mushy peas. So I do like fish and chips, um, but that's I think more of a um, well. You can't taste the fish; you can only taste the batter. It's like a batter vehicle. Exactly. It's like yeah. a, it's like it's a way to scoop the tartar sauce into my mouth. <laughs> mm. That is exactly how Ethan looks at fish yeah, and chips. I'm there yeah. for the batter and tartar sauce, whatever's inside that batter. Your choice. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, fish and chips is like a new thing for you. Within yeah, the last like uh, year, I, year, two years probably. Yeah, I've never been much of a seafood, fish, any of it kind of guy. Always try stuff, just never my thing. But I will say that honestly, after watching all of the Top Chef that there is to watch, and just like uh, fish is so popular on the show, obviously, um, I'm even more interested to like get more into fish, start trying that, start ordering it. Just a big risk to order like a. $30 fish yeah. dish and be like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. Surprise. Yeah. And it's also like, I don't want to buy fish and like try and cook it myself and ruin it and then ruin fish for everyone and like give everybody food poisoning. Like I don't really want to yeah, do that. Don't aim for that now. So I just like leave it to the professionals. Yeah. We were somewhere recently and the like hors d'oeuvre person came around with a uh, shrimp taco. Oh. And I was like, yes, this is a perfect way for me to try mm-hmm. this shrimp taco because I'm not paying for it individually or anything. And it was great. It was, it was delicious, actually. I was like a temporary shrimp taco, too. So, like, again, the batter. Yeah. Batter vehicle. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, so this, this week, no quick fire. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I'm fine. Well, it means I have to type less into the show notes in terms That's of true. number of dishes. So I was fi- so like between no quick fire and no uh, last chance kitchen, uh, my note taking was greatly reduced. Uh, but I don't know. It's like the, the the quick fires tend to be the more so they often tend to be the more fun challenges. But it mm-hmm. was, you know, this was a season where we had the space food and the Jurassic World food as the elimination challenge. So that doesn't always hold. Um, but yeah, for, for me, it was more like, oh, okay, I can kind of kick back and just like absorb until we actually get to them presenting the dishes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like I like the quick fire. I find those are like the fun creative challenges. Do you think we're going to see one next week with At the four? final four? No, I'm going to say no. Okay, all right. I'll say I'm no. gonna I'm gonna say yes. Just okay then. To be competitive, <laughs> I think there is going to be one. I will break this tie and say uh, maybe we might get one. I just feel like because this episode we dedicated so much time to the actual fishing portion um, and that's not necessarily what happens every time. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, I thought we had time for one really this episode. Like it wasn't like, uh, you know, oh, we need to show all this content so we can't sneak yeah. one in. Like it, it was a lot of fishing, which was fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was almost like we had time for one. I guess if there's no immunity going around anyway, like we what can just matter? get to it. But I, I like a good quick fire. And what's because like, we saw it's going to be like a free fish. Because we yeah. saw not only the fishing, we saw the whole food shopping too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think it, like for us, they would have had to get rid of the. They, they weren't going to take the chefs fishing and not show it. I don't think yeah, so. That's fair. Um, you know, actually, I I could see them doing a quick fire next week. A very quick fire, mm-hmm. uh, just to give like some sort of advantage to somebody. Yeah, you know that that mm-hmm. that I could I could potentially see it. I'm still gonna I'll still say no, but if they if they do, it'll you know largely be just to deliver some sort of advantage to a single person in the in the in the elimination challenge. And is next week the last? Is this coming week the last episode? It's down to four. No, Usually we I, we, we no, bump I someone out. It's gonna be a final three, so I think there's two episodes left. Okay. Yeah, I think we're finishing the first week of June. Okay. Uh, so this challenge, yeah, uh, use your fish that you fished and make some fish stuff. They had to make two <laughs> dishes each. Um, yes. It didn't have to be like one cold, one hot. It was just like, hey, make like a two course meal, basically. But I didn't even feel like they were, I didn't feel like anyone had like a, I mean, there was a couple, but I didn't feel like it was um, strictly, this is my appetizer, this is my my main they just had to showcase two different preparations. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. So we start with Buddha. He made fish and chips, fried flounder wrapped in pastry with Vatavan sauce and potato grubeche. And he made also a steamed bull redfish with shrimp. Oh my gosh. Farce. Is that what we're going with? Stuffed yes. with ginger scallion and radish. Um, I love the look of both of his dishes. I thought they were spectacular. 
I love the way he takes something so simple, like the concept of fish and chips and just Buddhas it up. Buddhas it up. This one, I would have, I would have been interested in the first one. Cause it was like a, I, I like the place, like instead of fish and chips, it was fish and chips. And so like they mm-hmm. had the, the pastry surrounding it. That could have been interesting. Um, they seem to catch a lot of bull redfish uh, on the yes. boat. So we have a lot of bull redfish dishes. Um, uh, but, you know, the addition of the shrimp, the addition of the, the scallion and radish, not so much that I'm not a huge ginger fan. Um, between these two dishes, though, I think I would have wanted to try the first one because it's the closest to something I'm familiar with that I know I like. <laughs> I agree. That would like if I had to pick between the two, that'd be what I'm picking. But like, I mean, Buddha has the most beautiful eye. For food, it's it's he make, he makes the most beautiful dishes. I don't even care what they taste like; they're just spectacular. Yeah, he did the because he he oh it wasn't the he did the beet the beet flowers before yes. right the beet roses okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't couldn't remember if he did anything special with the radishes or not, but uh, that's our Buddha. No, they were pretty radishing all on their own. I think Buddha did did a good job shopping here too. We can see all the different things that he has on his menu, like the shrimp and the flounder and stuff, instead of just. The red bullfish, like everybody else, so I think he did a nice job there. I also love Buddha, big Buddha guy. Since uh, very early on, he does make the most beautiful food, and it's so well thought out. Love me some Buddha. Yeah, it's interesting that some people, even though they had enough fish to do two dishes on their own, you know, they still decided. Some people still decided to buy uh, fish at Whole Foods, not necessarily rely on what they caught, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. I I think that's a good call. Maybe yeah. like as long as you're not like maybe overdoing it with the fish that you bought, but obviously the judges are going to get like a ton of old red fish. So I think it's good. Maybe switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Especially if you're going, you know, fourth or fifth year, it's good to have a little something different coming out. Well, and I think you can also like, especially when they went to like the fishmonger, like I think they have the opportunity to still buy local. Like that's mm-hmm. still stuff that's coming out of Galveston and everything. So I, I have no problem with them highlighting the other seafood. And I think that they built in that $200 to be able to do stuff like that. So, yeah, I was, I was a little surprised that we had a couple of folks because they didn't have to use two different kinds of fish. They just had to do two different preparations. We had a couple of people who only used redfish, which surprised me a little bit, but maybe that actually makes it simpler. So you can focus on enhancing other elements. But. Yeah, I think I would have probably just, very much been like, I have to use what I caught and that's it. So you're getting a lot of redfish here. <laughs> um, Evelyn made a caldo de pescado with poached redfish, chipotle cilantro oil, and roasted vegetables, and a taco el pastor with roasted redfish, pineapple, and avocado salsa. Now, if I was just presented with a menu, this is probably the one I'm picking. And I do agree with the judges that this was a safe choice. Ooh, but I love soup. And I love an El Pastor taco. So, like, I just have a hard time passing those two things up. Unless I was told that the caldo is a soup, I don't you, know if I would have gotten this. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but the the talk, the fish, I like a good fish taco. I, that's mm-hmm. a, I didn't we didn't talk about that. The thought, like, but so yeah, yes, fish and fish and chips. Also, a fan of fish tacos. Yeah, that's fair. I also really like this menu. I do agree with the judges, you know, we'll get there, but it, it was a little safe for her, I think. It was but very safe yeah. for her. She didn't really... Being like a very pedestrian diner, though, <laughs> this is probably the one that I'm that speaks to me the most. Ethan's at the judge's table. Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Tom, yeah. with your fishing hat yeah, on over there. This is delicious. 
Uh, this this is the first time we've really seen Evelyn flounder. Would you say? Yes, flounder gets uh, that Stop side of the critique. You know, yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> I just assume these get edited she, out, yeah. She really <laughs> seemed know. anchored down. <laughs> oh gosh, this is how Ethan always reacts to my jokes too. He just goes, "Well, oh, oh. yes, this was the first time that <laughs> Evelyn has really faced any negative criticism, and even then, she was like, still like, hey, you're only sort of in the bottom. Yeah. just go stand over there now. Um, I think her." I think her soup really saved her like because it was so um, lovely and it did exactly what she said it was going to. But yeah, I feel like Devlin can do more exciting things here. And I think, and, it, and I think it was Evelyn's dish where like it served and you immediately see everybody kind of pick up the little containers of broth and pour them. In. Like everybody knew what to do, which mm-hmm. is always good for a dish. Like if you have to, cause you know, we've seen critiques in the past where it's like, well, if you have to tell your diners how to eat it or, uh, you know, so things along those lines they, that always seems to be a fail, but it's like everybody just knew what to do with their dish, which mm-hmm. is always good. You don't have to have instructions from the server or the waiter or the chef to to eat the dish. That's always a plus. Yeah. So Evelyn is again, she's more in the middle than in the bottom with this. They did something weird that I feel like we don't see very often on Top Chef, but I guess we can get to the judges' table when we get to the judges' table. Um, Sarah. She she was making me nervous. She's been getting a lot of screen time the last few episodes, and I'm not sure if it was just because she like came back. And um, if a majority of the audience probably doesn't watch Last Chance Kitchen, so they really just need to introduce her. Ethan's theory is that she's going to win um, because she's getting so much screen time. It was it was a working theory. Well, just we really have seen so much of her in the last two episodes that yeah, last episode I was convinced she was going home. Because I'm like, oh, this is her one episode. Like, they really got to pack her in. Then they kind of did that again. This one, she's been a real narrator of what's been going on the last two episodes. So I don't know if it's just, you know, giving her her due. Like, she is in the top four at this point now. So we need to make sure that she is, like, well-known and mm-hmm. at the end of the season. But I've been seeing a lot of her. I mean, to be fair, she's probably gives the best confessionals mm-hmm. out of the remaining yes. five people. Two. Probably, like, top five confessional person in my history of top chef i would say yeah she's good uh she made a pseudo crudo with pickled gull snapper and silken tofu fermented greens and kraut broth kraut broth kraut broth and then she made a pastrami sandwich smoked red drum with pastrami spice carrot butter and parisian gnocchi um i really like what she did here i think she took what padma said last week and really ran with it. I think she tried really hard with the flavors. I think she tried really hard with like doing different things. I mean, putting the silken tofu with the snapper, I don't know if that texturally would be great for me. I think that's too much like soft on soft, but they loved it. Mm, soft on soft. <laughs> I think the kraut broth would have got me. We, we've like kraut, sauerkraut is right up there with fennel in terms of the things I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but the the pastrami sandwich inspired smoked red drum was I was really I would have been really interested in in trying that um, and pairing with a gnocchi. I mean, come on, well, stop then, it, stop yeah. it, Sarah. That's just 
And then the gnocchi she made, she tried to make it like the rye bread that it the pastrami would come on. So I thought that was really cool and creative. And again, kind of doing what Buddha does, which is like take something everybody knows and really puts a spin on it. I thought this was a great dish. I could have seen the judges not going for it. For some reason, I just thought like the pastrami sandwich wasn't going to interest them. But they actually really liked it. They said it should be like her signature dish. Mm-hmm. Well, but and we saw like Sarah like panicking near the end and not, not thinking she was going to be able to get everything on the plate. So I was very worried about her good friend Sarah. Yeah, she like audibly yelled and the Tom was like, like, what was that? And I was like, I that worried me too because I'm th- thinking like now they're looking for like, oh, what's problem. wrong? What yeah, was she freaking sure. out about right before this came out? Like their eyes are on the plate right away, but she she pulled it out. And not for nothing. I'm curious about carrot butter. I <laughs> want to try carrot butter. No, I've what never do you think had... it is? Do you think it's like just shaped carrot mixed with butter? There's this person I follow on TikTok now who just makes like a different type of butter every day. I, lo- <laughs> I love <laughs> and hate that we are in a world where that can be somebody's content. Is that how they're making this butter though? Is they're just like, I cut a carrot and put it in some butter today. Well, no, but like I would think that they would like grate the carrot I, or like maybe somehow it's down. Infused. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I'm like picturing, a butter maker. I'm picturing butter that tastes like carrots. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, I just don't know how it gets like a. Dirty. You have carrots and you have butter. Step two. Step three: carrot butter. I don't know what step. Two is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's an important one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like it, it could be the most important step. Honestly, that's yes, that exactly. Yeah. I don't know how they bring these two tastes together, but I'm curious. Like, tell me more about the carrot butter. But yeah. This this is probably the the pastrami sandwich uh, one is probably the one that I would the most interested. There was some dish I got from uh, like HelloFresh or Marley Spoon, one of the meal kits, where it was um, some. It might have been, I can't remember if it was like a pastrami spice burger, but it came with pastrami spice. And I had always thought, and maybe I you know I could Google this and find out, but I'm lazy. Is I always thought that 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 pastrami was a a cut of meat mm. versus simply a spiced a spicing approach that yeah, you right make there. pastrami out of something else because you use pastrami spice I don't, I, I don't know uh, i'm gonna be getting some tweets i'm sure but um but yeah that's i've i've used pastrami spices before and i think that's an interesting thing to kind of merge with the fish so. yeah i probably i don't think i've ever dedicated any thought towards that but i see where you're coming from yeah i'm right there with you i also thought it was like you know, there's like the pastrami. Yeah, there's like here's the pastrami. Montreal smoked meat, and there's pastrami. Like, uh, it's a food originating from Romania, usually made from beef brisket, brisket that is brined, partially dried, seasoned with herbs and spices, then smoked and steamed. So yeah, it's, it starts out as beef brisket, oftentimes, and it's I think it's that that process that makes it pastrami: the brining, the drying, and the seasoning. So mm-hmm. there we go. Look at you, internet, doing some good today. Good job. Once. Do no evil, Google. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then Nick came in hot with his fried redfish taco with pickled peppers <laughs> and smoked tomato crema and his seared bullfish red seared oh my god bull, bull redfish, redfish <laughs> cake with lemon burr blanc and mushroom ragu. Once these dishes came out, it felt like there was no one else who could go home except me. Yeah, I went to get water at this point and I could hear from the living room like oh no Haley in a deep worried <laughs> oh no and these things are coming out so I was like oh buzz it I'm coming back oh yeah like he I, I mean I, I think it's really kind of us to call this a redfish cake when it was a redfish 
salad. It was like know, a, yeah, it was like a chicken, chicken salad. Yeah, it was <laughs> I forgot not, to put the binding agent in there. It was just not like I didn't think any part of that looked good. And they said that the lemon beurre blanc was fantastic. But I was just it was upset. Yeah, like, could, like could he have re- like if if it had been called something else? And I think we've we've learned over the years that oftentimes yeah. they have to like submit their name for the dish prior to them actually making and serving it. Um, I'm wondering if it had been called something else, if that would have helped matters at all. Um, but I still don't think it was like an attractive dish, like no matter what. I mean, like I think you could make it like a, a really beautiful fish cake. This was not <laughs> it. Yeah, no, this was no bueno. And then he what, he made his own tortillas again. Yeah, second time is not a charm. In this no, case. it didn't go well. And I think he said he forgot to put like the sauce on it. So it ended up just being like a very dry taco. And even like the one that's supposed to be the most beautiful to show on television, the tortilla was. It looked like the Phantom of the Opera mask. <laughs> it, it was just all over the place. I felt so bad for Nick because he could just like see it going up in flames. But I really appreciate where he just like kept a cool head and was like, just push through, just get my food on the plate and hope for the best. I like Nick. I mean, taking apart, taking away the the reaction to the like the the the, the fried taco, like with between like the, the flavors of the pickled peppers and the smoked tomato, that sounds like it could have been amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm like taking the actual reaction out of it. I think that's still one I would have like would have probably been my top three or four to try this round. Yeah, this did not not go well for Nick. Um, another one that didn't go super well is our friend Damar, who made a snapper crudo with apples, radish, and coconut vinaigrette. And then he also made black and bullfish with marinated vegetables and herb salad. Um, they did not love the crudo. They said that there was no flavor. It was not seasoned well. Um, I think they decently liked the black and bullfish. Bull red fish. <laughs> But the the marinated vegetables and herb salad was a little weird. He was trying to go in kind of like an Asian direction, like make a like a peanut sauce, but he like blended the peanuts in, but it kind of didn't work well. Like I'm not really sure what happened here, but it just um, was not fantastic to the judges. Yeah, just uh, they they sound like the especially the first one, the the, the crudo sound like it could potentially be really refreshing almost between the apples mm-hmm. the radish and the coconut vinaigrette but it did not seem to fly always Fish. tough always <laughs> always tough going out of your comfort zone like that like especially in the final five to be like i don't really cook asian i'm gonna cook asian, asian. it's an interesting choice i guess like on the other end of the spectrum though like i was very much yelling like play it safe play it safe but i guess that's what evelyn did you know she kind of did more flavor she was familiar with and it didn't really land her in the top either. So I, I guess you got to go for it. But I, yeah, I thought that was an interesting choice this late in the contest to pull yeah. something out of the bag. Like I that. mean, but they could easily, I mean, not easily, but they could go in the direction that like Sarah and Buddha went in, which is like, these are things I know and can do. Let's amp them up. Let's do something a little sure. different with them. Let's like, let's do something wild. Like innovate within your wheelhouse. Yeah. Like, don't, like, don't, don't try like, don't almost try to make two wrongs into a right. And I'm saying it's wrong to innovate and wrong to get out of your wheelhouse. But it's like at least do one thing that you can nail so you have a foundation off of which to innovate. And so 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm going for. I just want people to kind of do what they can do, but also like elevate, like take inspiration from what's around you and mix it with what you're doing. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, so Buddha and Sarah were in the top. Sarah was like genuinely shocked. She was so excited to be in the top. And she was just like, Padma, I just wanted you to know that I'm not like bad at this. <laughs> and, and Padma, I thought Padma was like, wonderfully earnest in this judge's table like she was like oh sarah this was fantastic like i'm so glad we're getting to see this part of you in the competition so i thought that was really sweet um and then evelyn damar and nick were on the oh and buddha was in the top they loved him obviously like that's just what happens with Buddha every week um evelyn nick and damar were in the bottom but again like we said evelyn kind of got pulled aside and was like hey you were in the bottom but like not super in the bottom like you're fine you're safe but like we just wanted to like scold you for a hot sack yeah we wanted to scare you a little they like put their arm around her they're like come over here like we're not mad we're just disappointed you're better than this honorable mention you get the luke honorable mention like he (laughs) he did a couple weeks ago and then they were like okay get over there you yeah um so we see jamar and nick uh, together in the bottom they were both pretty like sad about this they've become super close um and i love their friendship like this is really lovely to be to see portrayed on screen just you know i i just <laughs> i just love tomorrow so much i think that's why <laughs> um but we do see nick go and padma says like hey i love how much you guys love each other like this is obviously like tough for you um, and Nick is like Nick is one of the most gracious losers we ever see that he's just like I loved my experience I'm not sad I just like I'm so happy to have been able to do this well I mean he's got like $35,000 yeah. I mean, he's yeah. one of the richest losers we've ever seen <laughs> yeah. which might play into it yeah that's a great point yeah yeah for sure but still he did handle it really well yeah and yeah so that's it um, that's it for that episode um we're go- we're going on a trip next next week, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. Pack your bags. They Pack were amping it up. We oh, are. they're going to uh, uh, where are they going again? Oh, no, they're, Tucson. They're, they're going, going to, Tucson. to one of one of America's UNESCO gastronomy cities in the world. Tucson. <laughs> I've been to Tucson twice in my life. How many times have you been there? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to the Phoenix airport and that's all the Arizona I've ever Arizona. I went, I was in Tucson the summer between second and third grade when we did a drive around the U S and then I was also, I stayed in Tucson 
when I moved from LA to Michigan uh, a couple years back, that was one of my uh, hotel stops was Tucson. Did you eat any good food in Tucson? I, I, I went to, I got takeout. Um, I'm trying to remember what I actually got. I got takeout and brought it back to the hotel. I'm sure that my Marriott was a UNESCO heritage. Site. <laughs> uh, no, I can't remember what I got, but it was, um, I can, I can visually remember the place that I got it from. I just can't remember what the food was. Well, yeah. we can only hope that that's where they go next week. <laughs> exactly. You'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that place. Yeah. I think it was probably like some like steakhouse that I got something to go from. I mean, and then, and I probably didn't get steak, so, which as, as I usually don't, but, um, yeah, I don't remember what I got, but, uh, yeah, they're leaving, uh, you know, Top Chef Houston is going to Tucson, which to is Tucson. a choice. And I don't want to sound like I'm disparaging Tucson. I'm sure it's a great place. If again, if Tucson wants to sponsor me to come to Tucson, I'm more than willing. But the way they just like amped that, like we are, we are on the move. We're going to this. We're going to Tucson. Yeah, everybody on the bus. <laughs> and like I, I didn't really expect them to go anywhere too crazy because we were talking about it. They're like, oh well maybe they could go to Mexico again or even like Canada. And like, we know that like COVID still kind of a thing during this time, but you know, there's lots of places in the States they could go. Even just go further away in the States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think like you're, is there like a golf opportunity, golf shore opportunity in terms of like where they could not like a golf opportunity. Like, even like with yeah, I, per- I perked up. I don't know if he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's like honestly, honestly, they're like top, have they had a Top Chef Phoenix? No, like, Top Chef, Top Chef, like Southwest could kind of be fun that if you bounce around between like New Mexico, like, and New Mexico, Arizona, Arizona, like Four Corners, like that whole that, that yeah. could actually be fun. Area Fifty Seven Challenge, you know, yeah. um, Fifty One. 57. Heinz 57, Area 51. <laughs> I didn't like doubt it out. I was like, yeah, I thought maybe it. it was like a place in Arizona I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of international destinations, I don't know if you saw this this week. I can't remember if it was Padma or... Brian you know? and Caitlin are going where? Overseas? <laughs> no, no, that's not Tucson, it. actually. But they Tucson. said, but the... But yeah, the the next season of Top Chef is not being filmed in the States. It's an international destination. We have been asking for that for many, many, many years. We've always had, whenever we, whenever we ever play the hypothesize, where might they go next game? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we've said like a European one, like, you know how like the mole traveled around from like European country to European country mm-hmm. over the course of their, the season. You the mole might have been on before you were born. That was a, that's a joke. No, I'm just kidding. But much before your reality TV yeah, viewing. Kidding, kidding, not kidding. Anderson, the, uh, Anderson Cooper used to oh, host like it. Anderson Cooper. Yeah, you like Anderson yeah. Cooper? Dennis Rod. Did Dennis and Rodman win? Sorry, spoiler alert. Did Dennis Rodman win? He was in the final three of one of the seasons. I think he might have won the sub the Celebrity Mall. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler, um, spoiler for a show that aired 15 years ago yeah. at least. The um, I'm not watch it now. We the, might watch it. Actually, that's a good one. We should pick up after Survivor End. The uh, yeah, that that's awesome to hear. Did, did it sound like they're going to be like this is going to be Top Chef Paris, or is it going to be like Top Chef Europe, where they actually do bounce from city to city? I don't know because when I read it, let me go back to my Twitter feed because I quote tweeted it. Uh, give me one moment. Ethan, I'm hoping for the 
for the uh, the latter. In ca- I, w- I would love for them to be able to bounce from country to country for a season of Top Chef. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, unless this uh, is going to be like a not like a new norm, but like unless we're going to go there multiple times, it, it seem w- just seems too got to go uh, different places. You know, you can't just have one CD. Yeah, like Top Chef Paris. Like let's let's spread it around. If we're finally going there. Let's get our money's worth. Yeah. So the tweet came from the Bravo Top Chef account directly. They said Top Chef is going global. For the first time ever, season 20 will be shot entirely internationally. I think you can guess where. And I said, Canada is a touch. Uh, I think Canada is a international, whatever, whatever. Um, what a letdown that would be, really. I mean, we're Canadian <laughs> even. But like, if they're like, we're going international and they're like, yeah, we just drove across the board. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if they did like Toronto and Montreal and like Halifax? Yes. Um, but I do, I did read something else on Reddit. I mean, like you can't always go with what Reddit says, but um, they said somebody said overseas, so I could see it being like a Euro trip. Yeah. Road rules, top chef. Would you rather they did like Asia or Europe? I would wow. rather Europe. I'm a big uh, Europe guy. Yeah. I think both would be really interesting. Yeah. Even just like from a weather standpoint, like having them to have to pack like many different outfits. It's next season, uh, season 20? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So maybe like 25, we do the other continent. Yeah, I wonder if that's why they're going international. Like, I, now that I'm thinking about it being season 20, like, I think they're going to go ham and try and, um, try and do like a bunch of different countries or like maybe, or, or if I have to pick one country, I think Top Chef, Top Chef in France because there's already a French Top Chef. So if with. they're if they're going ham, they're probably not going to Israel, <laughs> Romania, <laughs> Israel. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting like the death stare from Haley for that. Comment. It was funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. See where Top Chef goes next. Hopefully, the rumors will come out pretty soon. They can just tell us. Yeah, that's a, that's great. That's actually, I'm really excited to hear that. You know what I'm excited to hear? What? What you ate this week? Um. Well, speaking of not going ham, uh, <laughs> last week I was at Camp Nerd Fitness oh, in the mountains. It? It was a lot of fun, but it was at a Jewish summer camp. Uh, so the the kitchen has to keep kosher. And so you they were not allowed to mix like meat and dairy. They had like separate kitchens and you could there was no and there was obviously there was no ham. I had I had a plenty of sausage. Um, <laughs> you didn't wear your bacon is meat candy t shirt, did you? I did not wear my bacon is meat candy t shirt. I thought I no, I actually actively chose not to um but it was a lot of healthy eating all week so there was a lot of chicken uh there was a lot of like you know different variations on sweet potatoes there was like a middle eastern uh sorry, mediterranean day where there was like baba ganoush and tabbouleh and um and hummus and so it was it was a week full of healthy eating that was actually very tasty um so so that was fun um i didn't get a picture of any of the healthy eating but i did get a bobby flayburger the bobby flayburger was at the atlanta airport <laughs> on my way back from the healthy camp uh <laughs> i had like a big old bobby flay melty blue cheeseburger and i also think that upon landing i went to wendy's i think that was a double <laughs> drive 
I think that was a double burger day. Let me see um, if I can pull it up for Ethan so I can show him. Oh, it was like slathered in melty blue cheese. Um, I love melty blue cheese. Yeah, it was it was good. Was there chi- there was chips on this burger? Oh yeah, you could get it. You could get the you could get the at, at Bobby Flay's Burger Palace or whatever the hell it was called. You can get your burger. I think it's called Crunched, where it's like for fifty cents extra they put potato chips in your burger. You just do it with any burger. I'm like, if this is like a standard offering of Bobby. Why? Who am I to say <laughs> yeah. no? Who am I say no to Bobby? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kurt, your sound has gone off. We tried to point, but it wasn't working <laughs> because you were looking off into the distance. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, listeners. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really exciting this week. I went to the tiki bar across the street from me with uh, some like my coworkers. Uh, one of my team members is visiting from New York, and so the first time actually we were all together at once. So I believe we just had kind of like basically their uh, tiki platter of appetizers. Um, I had a spicy crab roll, um, some mole chicken nachos, which was good. Uh, several tiki drinks, filling out my my tiki drink passport uh, day by day. Um, but yeah, otherwise it was a pretty laid back week. Uh, I did not get a meal kit because I was gone last week and I'm this coming weekend is Memorial Day weekend, so it's gonna be a short week as well. So um spot a lot of like sandwich stuff. Nothing exciting this week. Yeah, I feel like we didn't have the I, I mean yeah, now now we can skip to ours. I'm not gonna like direct the point pointedly ask you what you ate because basically what you ate was fine. Um yeah, we didn't have too crazy of a week because we were Running low on groceries, um, so we went. At, wait, was that this week that we went grocery shopping um, on like Tuesday? Yeah. So we didn't do any, anything too crazy. I did make um, I did make chicken in the air fryer and then waffles in the waffle maker for chicken and waffles on Monday, which was pretty good. Nice. Um, you you made a great panini this week, like a roasted veg with balsamic and goat cheese, like in our panini press. Um. Some days I just really want just like a veg dinner and um, it was delicious. I need to do that more. The, uh, and I did, I busted out the, the bacon toaster this week, uh, this weekend. Um, so that was, I got through two thirds of a pack of bacon between yesterday and today. And um, did I tell you about the waffle restaurant near me? No. There's a, there's a, there's a restaurant, I believe it's called Social Misfits. It's a waffle and cocktail restaurant. Oh. And, um, so they got like, they got like eight or nine savory taco waffles, not tacos, waffles, uh, eight or nine sweet waffles. Like they have like a ramen, like a waffle made of pressed ramen. And they have yeah, I don't know if I can do. Okay. It was like creep me out for some reason. I think I can't remember. That, so that one is like, it had like Asian inspired toppings. Um, oh, when I was in Atlanta, I did go to a, um, I did have some barbecue. Some Carolina barbecue. I did have some. Uh, this was before the camp. I did um, uh, went to a, a a taco place where I had a Korean barbecue taco that was amazing. They had an executive taco that was like steak, blue cheese, and crispy onions. Um, very good stuff. So some good variety on, on tacos there. That is like Ethan's perfect taco. Yeah, you went to a healthy camp and you still ate way better than uh, we <laughs> ate for the week. So, well, no, I knew that I would like there was going to be like four days of healthy meals. So, like on the two days I was in Atlanta before the camp, I was like, I'm going to get me some barbecue. 
I'm yeah. going to get me some tacos. That was the right choice. Okay, it was, yeah. And yeah, we went to we went to Red Lobster this week because it was my um, my parents' anniversary, and then my brother's birthday the next day. And my grandmother really wanted to take us all out because, like, she is uh, she's going to be 91 in a couple of weeks, Ooh. so she's been taking the pandemic pretty seriously, which is fair. And like, we've all been trying to take it seriously with her. Um, so she hasn't been able to take us all out for dinner in like a couple of years. So she really wanted to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she took us to Red Lobster and that was great. About three meals out of my meal. So I had a great time. Um, I always love Red Lobster. Um, and we also went to a Blue Jays game today and we have got footlongs. Like they're so good. I can't, nice. can't resist. Love ballpark food. Yeah, it's my favorite. We had some it's good, so ball, good ballpark food today too. I feel like. Yeah, we had we had some popcorn too, which is delicious. We got some ballpark nachos, which we really don't usually do. We got some. The Jays have this like new thing this year. Or did they start it last year? A couple I don't years know. ago. Um, each level has a dugout deal, so they do like smaller portions mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's like you get these tiny bags of popcorn for like three bucks, like nachos for like three bucks. So we just got a couple little snack bits from there. Nice. I always forget how much I love fake cheese nachos mm. and the nacho gets all soft by the bottom because there's like so much nachos. cheese on there. Oh, love that. Cheese from a pump. Yes. <laughs> Not, is there anything she, she just went... <laughs> One of my fondest memories growing up is getting... Fondest m- memories? Yeah. <laughs> uh, getting 7-Eleven nachos where the meat and the cheese came out of pumps. They had what? like a... Yep, 7-Eleven used to have like a, a meat sauce <laughs> pump. And I would, there was no limit to how much you could pump onto your nachos. If I wish we had, I wish I had been fast enough to screen grab it because the look on Haley's face was the perfect <laughs> mixture of like uh, shock and contempt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the like, best. Are you kidding me? The meat comes out of the. Oh. Yep. And pump the meat, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the other Fun. Uh, no, we know it's coming. Oh boy! Oh gosh! Yeah. So that was our week. I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of ideas rolling around in my head for dinners this week, but I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to do any of them. I, um, I did buy the components to make the Clark family beans and ground beef, so that oh, might be on the menu uh, tomorrow or the next day. But. That does sound like something Ethan would love. It does. Rib sticking. Got some Texas toast. Um, yeah. 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 In the spirit of uh, Top Chef Houston. <laughs> yeah. E- Ethan's family has a dish that I, I guess, it, what, do you, what do you guys call it? We stuff? literally call it stuff, yeah. It's just called stuff? It's, we just call it stuff, and it's um, meat sauce over mashed potatoes. It's basically <laughs> spaghetti. It's not that weird, right? It's just spaghetti, but you switch the starch. <laughs> uh, it's just mashed potatoes with meat sauce. And we okay. and we're not even that poor. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay? Like, at what point does gravy become meat sauce, or vice versa? Um, Is it, not, so not anywhere not gra- near this, really. It's not a gravy. It's very much a meat sauce. Okay, so it's like a bolognese. It's a, oh, okay, yeah. like okay. mashed potatoes bolognese. And that's not homemade either. That is just. Now I'm, I'm also starting to get like the skyline chili. The uh, the oh, the is that Cincinnati? Yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah, where it's like the 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 meat sauce over the. Uh, I guess that that's over the pasta. So it's yeah. but it's but it's it's almost more like something you would expect on top of a potato than you would pasta, yeah. like a baked potato. Anyway, like it seems like like you got chili dogs. I could see some of the topping you're describing potentially going on a baked potato. It's just a potato's mash. Yeah, it's just a I, I, yeah, plate of mashed potatoes. Throws me off. It's it's like yeah. we both. 
both of our parents were like the children of like you know depression era people and so like they carried on their weird dishes Mm -hmm. and like we have some weird stuff too like you know my dad's favorite pasta like the sauce is actually just a can of campbell's mushroom soup Mm-hmm. With like pork chops. Oh God, I can't even think about we it. We still have that too. Oh, chicken or, over chicken and rice. Ours was over pasta. My dad doesn't like right? I'm gonna have to find out more about this and report back. But I believe when my dad was growing up, so he had like six or seven siblings. At a certain point, you lose count. Like as as the nephew, I was like, I hey, do I have six or seven aunts and uncles or whatever? Oh, that's anyway. I mean, even um, as the parent, after like four, yeah, sure, yeah. you're like, yeah. But they they had to make food stretch, and so like scrambled eggs, they would mix it with chicken brains. I kid you, I kid you, I kid you not. Uh, and I'm just like, I now kind of want to Google like, is that actually a lot of brains? That's what I was saying. Is like you, would, I think you would need a, like a lot of chickens. Yeah. If you uh, thought uh, bullfish and tofu was soft on soft. Oh yeah, <laughs> egg and chicken brain sounds. Serious Eats has a scrambled brains recipe. I probably won't make that. Again, mm. I don't want to screw it up and give people food poisoning. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm not making it. I don't want to mm. I don't I want to be sure I do the, the I want to make sure I do the uh the, the dish justice. justice yeah. But here it's 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 laugh cam or pig. It's not chicken. <laughs> You're right, chicken brains. I have to ask, I have to query my dad on this one. So yeah. so don't come at me, internet. My dad has really gotten into in the last couple of months baking cakes and not, not like, not that they're not real cakes, but he like takes the box cakes and do, does that, but he'll like perfectly cut it so that it like he can layer the cakes with the icing, like the canned icing and everything. And it's like, this is adorable, dad, that you are doing this. That's fun. Yeah, my yeah, parent parents van and the meals that they they brought. Yeah, we were talking about it, and um, uh, you know, because my parents are saying, like, my mom is saying, she's like, I can't eat fish now because like my mother makes fish too much growing up, and it like grosses me, and she was it grosses me out. Like, I feel that way about your pork chops that you guys would annihilate. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, we call pork. We used to call pork chops dry chops growing up because my mom just cooked them until they were done, very done. Yeah, there was no coming back. Hmm. Anyway, well, guess that's it. Um, don't yeah. get us wrong; we love our parents. Yeah, we love them very much. Um, Kurt, where can people find you on the internet if you want to be oh. on the internet? Uh, I am at Kurt Clark with two C's on all of your major, minor, and incidental social media platforms. Um, I'd say you know, I just got a Nintendo Switch, so I think you can follow me on there somehow, or we can be friends. But I don't know how to do that yet because I just got it yesterday. I think you have to sign up for like the Nintendo Online stuff. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, that's like a fee. Okay, yeah, no, not doing that yet. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I'm confused too. I'm. I just get Ethan to do things for me because I'm dumb. So. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, that, that's about it. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow Ethan on social media, you know what? He's not active. So why don't you just follow me instead? You'll yeah. probably see more Ethan on my social media than you will on his own social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at eStrong underscore. You can check out everything I'm reading at the Strong Library. I have um, been reading more books lately um, and adding some more stuff to that. Kurt, do you have any good book recommendations for me? Um. Oh, 
Um, gosh, put me on the spot like this. I know. Sorry. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing is the one time Kurt recommended me a book. And I, I what was it called? The book I recommended, Evelyn? the book I recommended was the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn. Uh, oh, I can't remember her last name. Hardcastle, yeah, I think it's. And yeah. I thought you recommended the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is like a fair confusion. And like I wrote on my Instagram, and like, this was like main feed, like thank you, Kurt, for suggesting this to me. Like I love this book, and he was like, I've never read this. <laughs> I do strongly recommend the Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Like to be fair, um, I will have to read that. I don't think I have. I just started a new book today. The jury is still out on it, but uh, we'll see. Ethan, what book did you just finish? I just read Dracula. Yeah, Ethan's like, going through the classics right now. Oh, I, I did just finish a book, uh, Anno Dracula, A-N-N-O Dracula. It's set in Victorian England, and the premise is that Dracula survives the events of, the, of Stoker's novel, Ooh. and he basically becomes the consort of Queen Victoria. And it's Victorian England. You have it's 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 like Easter egg characters from every Victorian era novel. You've got Sherlockian characters. You've got characters from Jules Verne. You've got characters from oh from Dracula, it, uh, the Invisible Man, um, H.G. Wells character. It's it's very and it mixes it with like Jack the Ripper and like oh it turns out like Jack the Ripper was actually this character from Dracula and it's a it's a weird mishmash, but it was really intriguing. So that, actually, that was a recommend. That's uh, Anno Dracula. I like the sound of that, actually. I'm into yeah, that's, that sounds like all of the books you've been reading. Yeah. I'm just like cheap and I have a Kindle and I've just been going through like what's in the public domain so I don't have to buy Kindle books. Mm-hmm. And I, Yeah, you very much describe it as I'm reading the classics right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it actually sounds great because those are a bunch of books I've been flying through. So I'll check it out. Awesome. Yeah. Who knew we, we kind of we start out with we start out with food. Come for the food, stay yeah. for the literature. Stay for the book. Ten minutes ago, I was saying that I eat meat sauce <laughs> on mashed potatoes, and here we are discussing some classic literature. Memories. <laughs> anyway, and until that's it for us. And until next time, pack your knives and head on out. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.